a later edition of the Tapped in SF Giants baseball podcast. I am Andrew Pasquini uh, with Leo Luna. And uh, it's like the SpongeBob episode where they're open 24-7 and SpongeBob brags about taking out the trash at night. Uh, we are recording at night. So, Leo, how's how's your day been? Uh my my day's been okay kind of kind of a little weird because it's we're recording on a tuesday night about four hours later than usual and all of today has felt like a monday andrew texted me he was like hey we're we're still on for today right and i had to just like regroup myself because i was about to send like what do you mean today's monday and Basically, here we are. We're recording on this Monday slash Tuesday since yesterday was Memorial Day. Yeah, the, the that's what the three-day weekends will get you. You'll think it's Tuesday or you'll think it's Monday and now it's Tuesday. It throws you off. I honestly forgot and that's why I didn't text you until about 4.45 saying, hey, yeah. we're on. Is It's Tuesday. I remember now. Um, yeah, so we are recording. The Giants are still playing right now. Uh, it's the top of the ninth. The Angels lead eight to one, uh, so that that's your recap for this game. Uh, it's going to drop the Giants down uh, to thirty-four and twenty-one, which I believe will drop them to second, I believe, because I think the Padres uh, Padres had picked up their twenty-second loss today. Oh. Um, if we're looking at the Fangraphs standings, they they don't update it until like the day after. Yes, a record. lot. A lot mm-hmm. of places don't. I think MLB.com updates say of yes, and and I got it mixed up. I forgot you told me the Cubs beat the Padres today, and my brain reversed that result, which is why I said the Padres won today. Uh, they did not. So yeah, so the so the Giants will stick in first place. I apologize, I got it backwards. Uh, despite the loss, Leo, last week we recorded Tuesday with Mav. Uh, a lot has happened since then. Uh, they defeated the Diamondbacks that night, eight to zero. Um, Pretty normal Kevin Gosman start. Uh, next game, day, game two of the two games set, they beat the Diamondbacks five to four. Uh, that was a game where Vossler had the, I believe, game winning home run. Uh, to, to get late, I think it was like the eighth inning. God, feels so long ago. It was last Wednesday. Uh, they he's, he's not even on the team right now. Yeah, man. Like that uh, <laughs> we, weekly, man. We, maybe maybe we'll do every. You know, I'm joking. We'll, we'll do, we're sticking to once a week, Leo. Uh, at LA, the four game series starts. The big one everybody was stressed about. Uh, the Dodgers swept the Giants last weekend uh, in that three game series we talked about with Mav last week. Uh, things kind of reversed this week or uh, this time around. The Dodgers won the first game of the series four to three, and it was it got you that oh no feeling of. Of, oh, here we go. We're going to do it again. The next game, probably the game of the Giants' season. Uh, they went 8-5 to five in a very weird ninth inning that we're going to talk about, obviously. Uh, game two, they, they kind of just do their – or game three of the series, they just kind of do their business. They go into L.A., win 11-6, to six, and then they close the series out with a pretty close – Five to four game. Uh, the score was made a little closer by a very late Albert Pujols home run, uh, and then the Giants defeated the Angels on Memorial Day uh, without Shohei Otani because Joe Madden doesn't like the Bay Area for whatever reason. Uh, the Giants won the first game of the series six to one, but as we mentioned at the top, looks like they're going to fail to complete the two game sweep as they're trailing eight to one going into the bottom of the ninth inning. Alex Wood didn't look great. That's okay, Leo. We're here to talk about the Dodger series. Uh, that that that's what everybody wants to talk about. 
And we'll start with, as I said, the biggest one of the Giants season, that Friday night 10-inning game. Uh, such an important game that KMBR called in Leo Luna to give a, <laughs> give his analysis of it. Uh, so, so Leo, I'll, I'll let you uh, talk a little more about that Friday night game. Uh, and, and, I mean, really, as I said, I, and I've said it twice already, the, the win of the season for the Giants. Yeah, um, really quick before I talk about that Friday night game. I, I did say while we recorded last Tuesday, don't forget about the Arizona series. Pick up those two games. Those are two must-wins, last-place team in your division. They handled business. They picked up those two games. And Kevin Gossman, oh, my God, that guy's still insane. He's an ace. It's okay to say. The guy's an ace. Friday night game. This is – it, it kind of sucks because Buster Posey got career number 150. And that got spoiled by Austin Barnes out of all people. And not only Austin Barnes spoiled it with his three run shot matching Posey, it's he spoiled it against Tyler Rogers, who hasn't blown a ninth inning save all season long. If you look at his blown saves statistically, they're counting like the Mariners series, the mm -hmm. Padres. Uh, game, which the Padres game, the Giants came back and won that one, but those were eighth inning appearances. So, that Friday night was the first time Tyler Rogers ever blown a save in the ninth inning this season. And then you, you just see Pujols come up there. Ooh. Looks like he got the shot. And Mike Talkman just reaches above the wall hurt my back watching it while he just snags it back in before that play. I, I, I guess I should go back to when the would be out of Mauricio Dubon that could have turned a double play. The ball kind of just mm -hmm. bounced out of his glove. And I know there was a few people that were just like, Oh my God, like Gabe Kapler. Why did he sub in Mauricio Dubon for a defensive replacement? Hold on. L let's get ourselves there. It's not like anyone's writing Donovan Solano and his glove as a sure thing. Yeah. We saw that all last season. So I don't think it's too crazy to put Mauricio Dubon in there. Yet, that's not the only defensive replacement Kapler made in that inning. He made the Mike Talkman defensive replacement. And if he doesn't put Mike Talkman out there, Giants don't win that game because Alex, I, I can confidently say Alex Dickerson is not making that play to rob Albert Pujols. The Giants are walking off that field at 0-5 against the Los Angeles Dodgers this season. Mm -hmm. Yet, while one defensive plate replacement burned him, it saved the game with the other one. So, and, and then... I said this on KMPR. It's the Brandon Belt replacements that are yeah. playing hero for this team. Like you said, Andrew, it was Jason Vossler with his solo shot. That was the go-ahead run in Arizona on a game that they were trailing. And then this Friday night in extras against the Dodgers, it it was um, – it was Lamonte Way Jr. Mm -hmm. with the single that brought in Duggar 
obviously, you know, you got the actual sprinkled in runs with Evan Longoria that were equally as huge, in my opinion, to the Lamonte Wade single. But you don't get in that position if Lamonte Wade doesn't set the table for you. And then it's it's um you put that all in together and it showed the fight for this team. And and I think that honestly bled into the rest of that series where the Giants just took the, the next two games, taking three out of the four. Yep. And what what made me happy is on that Friday night, once the Dodgers were up to bat again after the Giants got another three runs to go up eight to five. I forgot. Huge hit by Longoria. Yeah, I, I forgot Albert Pujols got the last out. So while the Giants in extra innings got Steven Duggar, the Dodgers had to go send out Albert Pujols. And I was like, oh, great. This is great. Like most singles that could score the guy from second, Albert yeah. Pujols ain't scoring on those. Yeah. This is this is literally a perfect situation. And the Giants, they shut down the door and, and didn't let themselves get to that 0-5 deficit. Yeah, yeah, a couple things you mentioned. The belt thing. Uh, belt got injured last Saturday, May twenty second, uh, in the six to three loss. Since then, the Giants are six, and it looks like it's going to be two, uh, or excuse me, six and three, uh, because the Giants are two outs removed from losing. Uh, so, so that that's huge from that backup uh, first baseman position. Uh, I know Lamont Wade Jr. had a home run. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, against the Angels, and every day blends together. Uh, we want to talk about that ninth inning too, real quick, about how just kind of how weird it was and how unlikely. You mentioned the Dubon play, which I I thought was ruled an error. It wasn't. It was ruled a single. Yeah. Um, it was ruled a single. So I was going to say that's already weird because Dubon's been pretty solid on defense this year. He's only made one error. Uh, it, it 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 was kind of weird to see him bobble that ball because he's been very short-handed, and then. Rogers gives up the home run to Barnes. And that was, I believe it was Rogers' first home run since the first series in San Diego. Uh, he gave up one to Will Myers. That was the last time he gave up a home run. So Dubon makes a misplay uh, in the field that should have been ruled an error. Um, mm-hmm. Really should have been. Uh, and then back it up with two batters later, Rogers gives up his second home run on the season. Two things that just don't happen. But then, yeah, Mike Talkman. You know, his his bat really hasn't come to San Francisco yet. You know, Yankee fans wanted to see him in the lineup more. They wanted to see what his bat could offer. The Giants are learning a little bit. You know, it's 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 an okay bat. It's nothing spectacular. Right. Um, but something he's shown is is that glove. Uh, he's been really good out in the field. He's 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 like Kevin Pillar on you know not on steroids. It's not a great thing to say about a baseball player, but because Kevin Pillar, man, is as good as he was making those fancy catches and then and those diving, he was a pretty average to below average defensive outfielder. Uh, you know, the, the, the numbers back that up where, where Talkman he makes the plays he should make, but then he, he has that spectacular catch ability. And we saw that off of Pujols and Pujols got his revenge on Friday or excuse me, Sunday night uh, because he hit the two run Homer off McGee, which I'm not going to make fun of, of McGee's pitch selection because you know, that's what he's comfortable with. Who am I to tell him? But I, I was talking to my friend when that, when that at bat was going on and I'm like, man, if, if McGee just throws fastballs, the pool holes is just going to watch a couple and then hit the third one. And that's what happened. Uh, but Jake McGee gives up that two run number Giants still win. So he locks down the save. Uh, he's comfortable with that fastball. Just like Matt Whistler is comfortable with that slider. Um, 
but yeah, for 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 it to happen to Pujols too, because I believe that that ball. I think I heard something earlier today uh, that if ball if that ball got out, Albert Pujols would have tied Jim Tomei for the most career walk off home runs. Uh, and Mike Talkman prevented that random stat that wow. you probably didn't need to know. Uh, so yeah, that that Friday night and and unfortunately that that tonight had to happen uh, because that Friday night game had the feel of a of a win that launches a like eight game winning streak. Um, and, and they really played like that the rest of the week, you know, 11 to six, five to four. And I know that five to four, it's a little bit of a lie because as I said, McGee gave up a two run homer in the ninth, uh, it should have been five to two. And then, you know, Monday they, they handled the angels pretty easily. Uh, so, so the giants have been rolling. Unfortunately, you know, they, they faced a hot Andrew Haney, uh, today and you know, it is what it is. Baseball happens. You give up eight runs and you call it a day, but yeah, the giants overall are still, about as good as they should be, uh, and, and they continue to be good. This is what impresses me about this club as well. It's You got swept at home mm-hmm. when you were one of the best home teams in all the major leagues according to your win-loss record at your home ballpark, and they got swept. And then they got to go travel to Arizona knowing you're going to face the Dodgers again in a four-game series. Yet, the first game, you shut them out. Second game, you come back and win, and you take that two game set against Arizona. Then you have that emotional Dodger series. And the first game against the Angels, with no days off, you go out there and win 6-1. to one. So that shows me that this team has grit. They have grind. Yeah. It, it, they don't let one series leak over to the next one, and that's where teams end up having losing seasons or when they go in these big, long, cold streaks is because they're letting previous series leak over to the current series. That's not happening with this team. These guys are a bunch of professionals, and they're playing it game by game by game by game. And ultimately, that's the success and the mindset you need to survive a 162-game series. And... I'm not going to get crazy with it in the playoffs or anything like that because we're here in June 1st. But if this team were to win a playoff series, they have the mindset to do so because they're not going to let, say, a first game affect them to game two. Uh, the Angels defeat the Giants eight to one uh, for those keeping track at home. And yeah, I mean, you you make it even. We 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 could even take it one further with not just being swept, but their first three game losing streak on the season came from that sweep. Right, they they had they went the entire first month and a half to two months without losing three in a row, uh, and, and they bounced back against a team. And, and this is the reason why I think the Giants are a good team, and what I why I continue to say they're a good team is good teams win the games they're supposed to. They win the series they're supposed to. And outside of the opening Seattle series, which which you know obviously they should have won that series, they blow the first game of the season, right? They lose that series, okay? They they mm-hmm. lose two or three to the Padres, or excuse me, they win two or three against the Padres, which that's good team. But then they sweep the Rockies. They take two or three from the uh the Reds. They lose two or three to the Marlins, which you know as I said, happens, but then they bounce back, take three or four from the Marlins next weekend. I mean, I, I could list all the series they should win, and, and and more often than not, they're winning their series, you know, other than 
the Seattle series, that Miami series I just said, and then the one in Coors Field, right, which doesn't count. Th- those games should be thrown off the schedule. We all know it. Uh, it's Coors Field, mm-hmm. not real baseball. It's just, you you know, it's, it's a it's, – it's, I, I, I'm not here to talk about Coors Field right now. We're talking about the Giants. <laughs> um, you go through the series that, hey, you look at it, hey, the Giants should have won that series, and more often than not, they've won the series. Yeah, the Dodgers happened, but the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. Uh, but for the Giants to bounce back – lose three in a row and then go on a stretch of, you know, six of seven and then, you know, six of eight with the loss tonight. It's a resilient bunch. It's, it's a very resilient bunch. And, and we'll see what that means come August, September, if this team is still in the race, which they should be, but yeah, th- th- this is a good team. I've, we've said it on the past. We literally had an entire episode about it, but they're, they're out there winning the series they need to win. And real quick, someone that, that I kind of, written off as a contributor say in spring training because this guy was not hot in spring training and man he he's turned it around and and put it together i don't if i don't overreact i'm not a sports fan <laughs> so i'm gonna overreact it's the guys only had 68 at bats this year i'm talking about steven duggar he mm-hmm. he play he gives you a center field from the the glove standpoint that we haven't not seen since Angel Pagan did it for the Giants back in the heyday. And he's hitting 324 right now. We haven't seen that from Steven Duggar ever, ever. He's one shy of tying his career high in home runs, which is four. He's sitting at three. The guy has an OPS of a 929, so that means he's getting extra base hits. And that, that's ultimately I want to see. I would love for Mike Talkman to turn it around. But if the guy's not, like, if, he, if he's not doing it, uh, you know, day after day after day, he's getting all these starts. I want Steven Duggar in the lineup instead of seeing Mike Talkman and his sub 200 average. Duggar's hot right now. Let's ride the wave and, and see what this 27-year-old can give us since he was ultimately planted as the center fielder of the future about two, three years ago. So while he's hot, let's get him in the lineup. Let's keep that hot. Let's keep that bat hot. Um, I, I, I'm Right now, I'm on the Stephen Duggar train. I didn't think or see myself riding the Stephen Duggar experience at, at the Giants amusement park, but I just bought some skip the line passes i bought a fast pass on the stephen duggar experience right now and i'm all for it um i mean if we're shouting out people who deserve it i'm gonna shout somebody out i think deserves it as well um let's talk about logan webb logan webb's first seven starts of the season or excuse me first seven appearances first six starts uh he goes one and three the giants finish uh four and three in those games but he's he's one and three uh, he gives up three home runs, 19 earned runs. He has an ERA of 5.3. Uh, he's not pitching well. He gets that demotion to the bullpen. And it, it, it kind of, you know, you, you don't want to have that as a, it's a young starter. Uh, first seven starts, just not, not good from Logan Webb. Then, you know, the Giants have unlucky injuries. Cueto, uh, you know, they, they have Aaron Sanchez go on the IL, you know, with a lot of other injuries. Um and in his last three starts, uh, Texas, 
at Cincinnati at LA. He is three and zero, which wins losses don't really matter. So we we, we don't even need to mention that. Uh, Seventeen innings pitched, ten hits. Two earned runs, an ERA of 1.06. He has a batting average against of 164, an on-base percentage against of 227, and a slugging of 230. That's an OPS against of 457, which is horrendous. I mean, it's very good for Logan Webb, very horrendous from the hitter side. He's striking out seven times and more guys than he's walked in his last three starts. I mean, the turnaround from him has been so big for the Giants. And I mean, even in his bad start on Sunday, it wasn't horrible. He goes five innings against the Dodgers. He throws 62 pitches. He strikes out seven, doesn't walk out any. That was his worst start in the last three games um, or in his last three starts. So so having him bounce turn around, especially with the amount of the injuries the Giants have had this season, having him kind of step in into that, you know, we need when we need you, we need you. Spot has helped him, and maybe that'll earn him a full time spot in this rotation. So yeah, so if you're calling out Duggar for for his great performance, I'm, I'm gonna shout out Logan Webb because he is he's he's doing something. Yeah, Logan Webb. It, I, I I've liked what he's had. I think we were both kind of on the Logan Webb train in spring training because the guy mm-hmm. was having an amazing good spring training. Um, but we kind of wanted to see if that carried over to the regular season. And then the first few games, like you mentioned, we were kind of like, Oh God, <laughs> it didn't carry over, but now we are seeing it. So, um, I, I'm a believer in what, in what Logan Webb can do. And just really quick to jump right back to the Steven Duggar versus Mike Talkman scenario that I'm trying to make up that doesn't <laughs> exist right now. Um, because I haven't seen it on Giants Twitter at all or or on the radio at all. It's looking at barrel percentage. Duggar, it's 12.5%. It isn't too crazy via baseball savants where I'm getting these numbers from. Mike Talkman, 3%. It's almost nine notches lower. Mike Talkman only has two balls that have been barreled this season. And that's facing 550, 556 pitches compared to Steven Duggar's 271 pitches. And he's barreled three more than Talkman. Oh, okay. Let's talk about exit velocity. Well, Steven Duggar's at 89.7. Mike Talkman is still lower than that at 86.1, which doesn't seem crazy difference, but it is. Because of the barrel percentage ain't getting there, the sweet spot of the bats not getting there. Um, I, yeah, the the walks are cool. The on base percentage is cool. I completely understand and I completely get that. But this is a team that drastically needs hits. They're twenty first in in batting average. Breaking news here: if you're twenty first in batting average, that, that's not good. It's not great. <laughs> you, you're you're in the bottom third. Um, so Steven Duggar is able to help that out. If you have a guy on second base and Mike Talkman gets a walk, like you you don't even move the runner. You don't move the runner. Um, rather than I would rather take my chances with a Steven Duggar to go ahead and move that runner. Maybe he gets a ball in the gap or or you know, just a, a slight single. Doesn't even have to be anything crazy. Um, but when I'm looking at this team being 21st in batting average it's there's got to be some change up 
with the Duggar Talkman, I believe, because Talkman's it's like you like you said, Talkman has a great glove. But you yeah. throw Duggar Duggar out there, it's not like it's gonna lessen that. It's not like you're gonna lose anything defensively. And if you need to make a defensive replacement late in the inning, you could you have Mike Talkman right there available to go. Yeah, so so we're all aboard. I mean, I I, I absolutely agree. I love Talkman. No, nothing wrong with Talkman. It's just his. It's it's uh, it's kind of like the Kurt Casale thing. Like I love Kurt Casale for his def- his his knowledge behind the plate is 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 huge for this team. It's just at some point it's hard to justify rolling a guy out there who's hitting one hundred nine or one hundred four, uh, and he's on the IL, so that makes it tough. They haven't announced the catcher backup yet. I, I, I at least I oh no they did I, Trump Chadwick Trump got called up. That's who it was. Uh, they they made yeah. a lot of moves today. I got confused. Chadwick Trump is up with Casali going on the IL. Uh, Yastrzemski left left tonight's game as well uh, with a wrist thing. He tried to make a jumping catch against the wall. Uh, looks like he jammed his wrist. The X-rays came back negative, so we'll see. It's a, they, they're saying it's like a thumb sprain or a wrist sprain. Um, so, yeah, the, the Giants dealing with injuries. Duggar, and that's part of how he's gotten, you know, his playing time is his opportunity to play. Is is, is they've had so many yeah. injuries, especially with Yastrzemski going on the IL earlier, um, and 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 he's earned his spot. And and you mentioned the Giants' average at two thirty. What saved them is the home runs, and it, and it's funny because. Oh, who was it? Tommy. Tommy tweeted yesterday. Uh, you know, a guy we know from 49ers Twitter. It's 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 how come people say the Giants need power bats when they're third in the league with home runs? And I and I tried to explain to him the difference between being a home run hitting team and a or how home run hitter and like a power hitter. It's like the Giants have a bunch of guys who can go out there and hit home runs, but none of them make you think they're gonna hit a home run in any given at bat. The Giants need a guy, you know, and, and obviously they're not going to get a guy like Aaron yeah. Judge, but like an Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton type, right? Where like every time they come up to the plate, you're afraid they're going to jump the yard. The Giants don't have one of those guys. Uh, or so, we could so say at every podcast, Chris Bryant. Yeah, Chris Bryant. I mean, that gets that gets tough because the Cubs are hot, and 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 it's it's the Cubs are in such a weird position right now because like they need starting pitching. It would really help if they had a guy like you, Darvish. You know, when they <laughs> traded him when they thought they were going to sell off, and now they're kind of good. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to sell right now. Uh, you, do we, do we want to look ahead? We're almost 30 minutes here. Uh, you bring up the Cubs. You, you want to look ahead and get out of here, Leo? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Cubs. Perfect. So, yeah, the Giants, uh, the next time we see you guys, the Giants will be wrapping up a four-game series against the Chicago Cubs. That's uh, a uh, they take tomorrow off or today, whenever you're listening to this, and then they go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Cubs, take Monday off before they open up a two-game series against the Rangers. But, yeah, the next episode will be all about the Cubs, who are currently sitting at 31-23. and 23. So this is going to be another test for your San Francisco Giants. Yeah, so we're talking about the Cubs, right? We're talking – let's talk about the Cubs. Yeah, let's talk about the – so – the, the Cubs are they're going to go again tomorrow uh, well or today depending when you're listening to this podcast against the Padres and then they have the four game series against the Giants pretty sandwich and then three games in San Diego they got a tough stretch and then after that they get one off day and face the Cardinals Cubs are going against a, going through a tough stretch although they are the number one team in the NL Central with 32 wins on the year 
and how they're doing that bullpen the bullpen's not giving up very many runs they're not giving up very many hits they're striking out the most batters out of all the bullpens in the major leagues not giving up very many home runs the one thing they will give you is walks um so if you're going to attack this Cubs team, it's got to be against a starting pitching like Andrew alluded to. Like uh, this would be a year that they need you Darvish. Who would have thought? Not the Cubs. Uh, because they're literally bottom 15 in all the stats I just said about their bullpen. Bottom 15 in ERA, walk hits, innings pitch, which is the whip, based on balls, strikeouts, hits, and home runs. Bottom 15 in literally everything. So if the Giants are going to take these games, they got to jump on them early and not get into a bullpen game. Hell, we just saw the last time they were in a bullpen game, and that was the, the game David Price started, and the Giants ended up with three hits for all nine innings. Let's not do that again. Jump on the starting rotation early like you did against, say, Julio Urias when they faced Dodgers and, and they put up 11 runs that game. That would be something more ideal. And while from the pitching standpoint, the Giants are going to have a very, very tough test with this lineup because they are top 15 in everything. Average on base percentage, OPS, runs, home runs, top 15 in everything. You have Chris Bryant with 12 home runs on the year. Javier Baez with 13 home runs on the year. Anthony Rizzo, like we alluded to earlier, He's that threat that can go deep at any single moment. Same thing with Wilson Contreras. Ian Happ, he's a really, really good prospect. He's not done yet. Um, and, and as well as Jock Peterson. The guy's not going to hit for average, but hell, you leave something down the middle, oh, yeah. there's a good chance Jock Peterson's going to barrel that up, and we've seen that more often than we ever wanted to. Um so this, this is a very good lineup that the Giants are facing. So they're going to have – that's going to be their two task is don't let it be a bullpen game and just – and I'm going to say more so for the for the Giants' bullpen. Mm-hmm. Get this lineup. Get this Cubs lineup out. Yeah, so you mentioned you mentioned the starting pitching and, and uh, the, the, the matchups as they stand right now subject to change. Uh, Disco De Sclafani is going to go for the Giants in game one against Zach Davies. Uh, Davies on the year, he started 11 games. He has an ERA of 4.65, a 163 whip. Uh, not a great season for him. Game two, Logan Webb goes up against Jake Arietta. And this isn't the Jake Arietta we all know from when he used to play for the Cubs. He's 10 starts, 4-4-1 ERA, a 139 whip. Game three on Saturday, Saucy Gossy, Kevin Gossman goes up against Cole Stewart, who had his first start of the season. Uh, he only went five innings in that game. He gave up one run, no earned, uh, three walks, two strikeouts to one walk. Uh, so so not, not much on him. And then game four of the series, which ooh, I'm curious, actually. I wonder if that's the ESPN game. I didn't see any announcements for ESPN. Uh, Sunday Night Baseball because it was rained out this week. So uh, I, I didn't watch ESPN that night. Uh, game four of the series is going to be Johnny Cueto against Kyle Hendricks and kind of the same thing. This isn't the Kyle Hendricks we're used to. On the year, he's gone 62 in a third innings pitch and ERA of 4.62. Uh, 51 strikeouts to 11 walks. He doesn't walk a ton of guys and a whip of 1.40. So there's the pitching matchups 
for the Giants and Cubs, as I'm looking up, it is not the Sunday night game. Uh, they're playing a normal. Oh, guess guess what the Sunday night game is this week? Hmm. Is it the Braves? It is not. It is the Red Sox and Yankees. Ooh, uh, okay. Because we've never seen that matchup before. Uh, so, yeah, so th- there's the series between the Giants and Cubs. It's a big one. This one's just as big as, I mean, in, in terms of quality, you know, this, this this one could be just as big as the, the Dodgers one. Obviously, there's not the tie-ins of the division and all that. But the Cubs are a good team. This is going to be a very, very tough test for the Giants. I, I like how you brought up the the numbers, especially with Davies and, and Hendricks. While the ERAs may be above 4, 4.5, these are guys that, that can chug it. And while the numbers may not be pretty for them now, they could go out there and give seven innings of one-run baseball and hand it over to that bullpen, which which is, in my mind, a top-five bullpen in all of baseball. Those guys could do that. And hopefully, hopefully their ERAs and, and their season, the, the way it's on track. Unfortunate for them, but fortunate for us. Hopefully that can continue, at, at least when they play us. <laughs> That's yeah. all I ask. Yeah, I mean, it, it's such a tough lineup. It's going to be a tough matchup for the Giants. It's it's, it's going to be a fun series. The Cubs, the Cubs series is always very fun to me. Uh, something about the Cubs, they're just one of those uh, – I guess we'll call them blue blood teams. Just, just one of the more iconic franchises in baseball. So it's always fun to see the Cubs. Uh, Leo, we're about to wrap up. Uh, any, any final thoughts? Dodgers, Giants, uh, Cubs, Diamondbacks, Angels, anything? Um, Dodgers. I, I'll say this: it's I. When you look at the Dodgers and and, and you add into that Angels series. They split with the Angels, obviously, took three out of four with the Dodgers. So that's quick math here, four and two in six games. And if you ask me what would that four and two, like, say say they already lost on that Thursday. And so four and one over the next five. Leo, hindsight 2020. Leo, how would you like these wins to, to be spread out in this five-game stretch? I would say give me the last three against the Dodgers and then split the Angels. Hey, and, and that, that would be my preference. Hindsight 2020, that happened, and I'll take mm-hmm. that all day rather than saying 2-1 and one against the Dodgers and then take two against the Angels. No, like, uh, interleague, sw- sweeping the Angels is nothing, and obviously I'm saying this once again, hindsight 2020, I would love to win all five, but based on how it happened... It's yes. give me those three against the Dodgers and split the Angels. Yeah, the, the the loss against the the losses against the Dodgers carry a ton more weight than any loss against the Angels could be. Uh so yeah, that that'll be it for today. Leo, we're gonna try and go live next week. Uh we were planning to go live this week, but uh we lost track of the days of the week. And it happens. <laughs> don't please don't judge us too yeah. hard. Um you can follow either of us on Twitter. Uh, you follow Leo at Leo Luna 93 me at Pasquini Andrew. As we said, the Giants drop uh, tonight 8-1 to against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I don't even think that they're of Anaheim anymore, but they have a chance to make it up with a four-game series against the yeah. Chicago Cubs. We'll see you next Tuesday on live. Uh, this has been the Tapped In SF Giants Baseball Podcast. How are you?
Los Angeles when it's Orange County. Something I'll never understand.